Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association Podcast, episode 135, week two, basketball recap, week three, basketball preview. Your host, CJ Sproul, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman. Kurtzman, how are we doing today, brother? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, good to be back on the mic. Been a couple days. Um, exciting week of football. Hopefully another exciting week of basketball ahead. Yeah, good week of football. Um, good matchups coming up in the basketball league this week, so make sure you stick around for the preview as well. What game are we starting with here in the recap? Uh, we can start with DFA against the locals. A game that we both thought was going to be a little bit of a bloodbath. Yeah. Um, and the locals came out and they hit shots. Um, unlike they did in week one against us, they came out, they were shooting the lights out of the ball. Um, Christian was feeling it. Billy was feeling it. Getting their leader, their point guard back, <laughs> Dave. Dave. Um, that was big for them. He was controlling the pace of the game. Um, they just really moved. I thought they moved the ball a lot better. They played better as a team. They shot way better than they than they did in week one. Um, and they hung tough with Deshaun's team, DFA, and they uh, they definitely put a lot of game pressure on them. They definitely, um, DFA probably kind of thought maybe they would be able to come in and do what we did to them the week prior, and they were they were in for a little bit of a battle. Um, the final score was 95-71, to 71, but that, no, it, wasn't it was 69-69 to 69 with six minutes to go in the game. What was the final of the game 95-71. So they went on, a, what was the run? 69-69 with six minutes to go, so they went on like uh, 26-2. to 26-2. To, to end the game. Yeah. The floodgates opened. That's what happened. They were in the game the entire time. They were hanging tough. They were getting tough buckets, scoring transition, mm-hmm. shooting from deep. Ishang uh, shot the ball well. Like, they were... They were definitely in the game, and they looked way different with Dave on the court. Like Dave tweeted to us, he said, uh, or he tweeted to me, and was like, "It was like, don't worry about us. We're gonna be fine when I get back." And they definitely looked fine. Um, as for DFA, you uh, you don't like to see that they came out and it was a tie game, sixty nine sixty nine. But you love the way they finished the game, as probably you said. Like we talked about, they're you know one of the favorites in the league. They're one of the favorites to win the title. Yeah. Um, you kind of expect that. You expect them to win every game, and they came out and it looked for a very long time, like you said, up until six minutes, the game was tied, and then they uh, they turned it on late. There was a few crazy shots. Shawnee hit one, falling out of bounds. They got a bunch of athletic buckets in a row. And they, uh, yeah, they put in a little bit of a death lineup at the end of the game. Yeah, they put went the after best five athletes on the floor the last six minutes, and they were able to get a job done. They have a they have a deep roster. They, got they have 10, a lot 11, of people. They got ten, eleven guys on the roster. They, uh, it's good for attendance purposes. It's good for minutes purposes. But they were letting everyone get their run, get their minutes. But at the end of the game, they know who their best five is and who they need to go to. Um, they were really bad in the offensive glass, though. Okay. Justin Catronio ate up in this game. Finished, Justin Catronio was a beast with, in this game. Finished with 25 and, uh, 23 and 12. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Justin Catronio. Yeah, he shot beasting. phenomenally. He was, he was on the glass heavy. The whole team really was on the glass very, very much so on both ends of the floor. I feel like that is a weakness of DFA. They were lacking the rebounding needed to finish out possessions, giving, giving a team like the locals that you feel like you should take care of um, easier than you did. You gave them three, four, five opportunities of possession – they're going to score eventually. Like They're going to take open shots and make them. So I feel like for DFA going forward, they got to work on offensive rebounding, defensive rebounding, and just um, be more active on the glass. And the advice to the locals would be just keep I playing. Mean, just keep, just keep playing. playing. They got they got a little rattled and the, and the floodgates opened. Like, just keep hooping. Keep playing your game. They, they looked a lot better. I'm, yeah, I'm just, encouraged about them moving forward. Really, it was just DFA hit shots the entire game. Locals hit shots for, if there's 44 minutes, they, sh- and they 38 minutes. 38 minutes, they just hit shots. In the last six, they just kind of folded. Yeah. Um, not that they played bad defense, not that they allowed a lot of second-chance opportunities, just Deshaun and, 
and company were hitting shots. Mike Davidson hitting shots. Uh, Buddy being athletic beast, getting to the line, making free throws. Um, Vic Pawar shot nine of six of he nine was, from had three. The he chopper. had the chopper going um, in this one. A lot of really, really good play from a lot of guys on this team. Uh, Lee Henderson was really good. Uh, Chris Johnson had another strong game for uh, Deshaun's squad. But overall... A little concerning when they did cover the spread. I was we were saying twenty and a half. Crazy. We, we were, were saying, like locked that in. You thought you thought the bet was over. Nah. Um, yeah. The local showed a lot of heart, but Deshaun's team kind of just made it happen when it needed to. Yeah. Stats. Um. Deshaun finished eight of 13, 20 points, three rebounds, five assists. Uh. Jaleel only had one point, two rebounds, one assist, two steals. Buddy finished with seven points, seven rebounds, six assists. Vic Pilar finished with twenty points, shot six of nine from three. Um, Mike Gargano had a rebound Harry Rakowski finished with 7 points 8 rebounds, 3 assists uh, Mike Davidson finished with 17 points 10 rebounds, 5 assists Lee Henderson 10 points, 2 rebounds and CJ finished with 10 points and 4 rebounds, shot 2 of 4 from 3 um, as for the locals Billy Moran was 10 points, 6 rebounds 3 assists, shot 4 of 8 Christian finished with 17 of 4, shot 7 of 17 uh, Kinu shot one of two, two points, two rebounds, five assists. Jessica Tronio, 23 and 12 on 11 and 15. Jesus. Uh, Dave had six points, eight rebounds, five assists. Shang finished with eight points and three rebounds. And Varun finished with six points and one rebound. All right, let's go to the next game here. Hard over height against Black Air Forces. This was a fun game. This is a fun game. Listen, if you guys don't know, Jarok's team, the G's, they're yeah. gonna come with energy. Yeah, they're gonna come, come with, with crowd energy in the crowd every game. You're gonna be if you're gonna be talking shit, you're gonna be talking shit to their crowd. Um, they're they're an energetic bunch that will definitely thrive off of the energy and the uh, of their crowd and to make plays and get in the other team's head. Hardover Height didn't have their best player. Jason Gomes was not able to play in this game. Was not uh, able to make it. Nick um, Zalik was a beast. Nick Zalik was a beast, but. I thought they did a pretty good job um, containing him, making everything at the everything at the at the rim was highly contested by Barksdale, highly contested by um, Mook, Kyle Bradshaw. They were guys that were just kind of able to get in Zalek's face and make life difficult for him. Zalek had to take on way more of a ball handling role in this game. Um, I was a little disappointed in Shafiq. I thought he should have been way more aggressive offensively, just kind of getting his shots up. He only shot the ball 11 times, and a lot of it was late in the game when not the game was out of reach, but down 8, down 10, putting up really not great shots. I would have liked to see him get a lot more busy on the offensive uh, end earlier in the game. Um, he's a, he's a pass-first player, so I understand, but when Jason Gomes isn't there, you got to pick up the, the scoring has to be picked up somewhere. Um, Connor didn't shoot the ball well from three. Kyle Baker didn't shoot the ball that uh, greatly either. Um, and Shafiq's brother Khalid also really just didn't shoot the ball well. I think Black Air Force has played good defense, but I feel like Hard Over Height just kind of was rattled by the crowd a little bit too and kind of played to the crowd's hand by trying to make four shots and make things happen. Um, but that's the Black Air Force's game. They looked very athletic. Yeah. Their athleticism definitely overwhelmed them a little bit. Maybe they weren't as skilled, but they were definitely super athletic. There was... Um, I liked Jarok in the timeout. Was telling his team, "Yo, let's pass the ball two, three times. Let's get good shots." They were they were trying to work together as a team. I don't know who it was. I think someone went out there, came as soon as after Jarok said that he goes out one dribble pull up in this guy's face missed. Jarok pulled him out from the game. Was like, "Yo, we just talked about it." Yeah. So like they, I don't know. He didn't take it hard though to do so. The uh, 
I like the chemistry of their team. They definitely talk to each other, which is a big thing because they're not um, – they have a lot of guys too. They have, What do they have, eight guys they, there? They, they, no, they got like 13 guys on their roster. They, they how have, many How many were playing at the, at the game? Ten. Ten? Yeah, they had, they had a lot of guys. A lot of different guys got in, and everyone kind of came in and did their thing and were super athletic. I don't know I don't know the names of some of the people on this team, but um, they were playing really good defense on Shafiq. Their boys were hyping him up, and uh, every time they scored the energy – you know, got greater. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, it took them home in that game because it was a pretty close game throughout. throughout and then, yeah. uh, and then the, at the end, they kind of pulled away when, and you know, they started clamping on defense. They had really good ball pressure too. They were picking up like half court. Yeah, it's a make it, Yeah, worthy. make it. He's yeah, a dominant athlete. Yes, he was. Whoever that he was clapping, he was yeah. making them work. I like him. Um, no, he's a beast. Great player. Great football player as well. Uh, Kyle Bradshaw was amazing this game. The big, uh, big white boy. He was tough. getting to the rim with both tough hands. and shooting too. Shooting tough with well. the mustache. Yeah, yep. that dude with the mustache. Yep. He's yep. tough. Yeah, Kyle Bradshaw finished with 19 tough. points, 11 rebounds. KP was good for them. Barksdale, another pretty good game for them. He's their big man who um, can extend, definitely can extend his range. They just got a lot of good players, guys that know how to play basketball together, and they keep growing as a team. They get to 2 and 0 on the year, uh, 57-45 win. Um, game definitely would have been different with Gomes there, but Black Eyed Forces take care of business, beat teams without their best player, and they got the job done. I was like very impressed team. with Nick Zalek, yeah, early, Nick especially early on in his game. He's Tough. You gotta stop him from going left, though. You gotta make him go right. Yeah. You gotta make him go. Right. He's still strong enough to get back to his left, but he's uh he's definitely a beast. I forget who said. It. I think Jason Gomes said talk about Nick Zalek as an MVP candidate. Yeah, through two games he got the stats. To I make. mean, he's a dog. Yeah, no, he's a dog. Um, he's guaranteed. He 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 walks into fifteen and ten in this league. Guaranteed. Uh, just comes down to if he shoots enough times to get the twenty twenty five and hit free throws. And, hit, and yeah, and hit free throws. Um, he gets to the line a lot because he's very aggressive going to the rim. Um, super athletic. It's deceiving sometimes if you haven't seen Nick Zalek play. He's he might springy. Come and bang, might yeah. come and bang one on. Yeah, yeah he's springy. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's got different athleticism, and I think hard over height is fine when Jason's playing. They're a way different team. I think Shafiq's brother needs to get to the rim a little bit more too. Mm-hmm. Every so, time he went to the rim, I was like, oh, that's smooth. That looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked a few times. Didn't get the calls, but gotta play through it. Gotta play through it. But uh, I think he's gonna be the, the three of them are gonna be the big uh, keys for this team going forward. Black Air Force gets to 2-0. I kind of like their team. They don't got like any like ringer type guy. Kyle's really good, but like they got shot a lot of good athletes. They know how to play the game. So I'm excited to see how far they can go. Uh, Mook finished with 4 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals. Kyle finished with 19 points, 11 rebounds, 3 blocks. KP finished with 10 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, Jirok, no points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. Barksdale finished with 13 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 steals. Ramir finished with 6 points and 6 rebounds. Um, Ishak finished with 2 points, 1 rebound. And Rashad finished with 3 points. For Hard Over Height, Shafiq finished with 8 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. Nick Zalek, 21 points, 11 rebounds on 9 of 17. Nice. Um, Connor was 2 of 8, 6 points. Kyle Baker finished with 4 points, 4 rebounds, 2 blocks. Khalid finished with 4 points, 8 rebounds, 3... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, four points, eight rebounds, three assists, two blocks. And Kevin finished with two points, six rebounds. Next game. Ten Next game. Slates. Yeah, uh, TTG Blue Devils by Marquez's team against the Waiver Wire Warriors. Mm. Um, game was close early on. 
Both teams kind of struggled to score. Good defense was being played. Um, but then, honestly, this uh, TTG subbed in this dude Jahi, number four. He just started. He just started. The energy was crazy. He was uh, locking up 94 feet or however many feet the the court is at CJ Biggs. I know it's not the same as the NBA court. No, it's not, it's um, 84 feet. Yeah, 84 feet. He was get. He was energy. He was loud. He was getting out in transition. He was making really good passes. Getting on the glass. Um, I thought he was the the spark plug for this team in this game. Uh, a lot of guys contributed to the win. They won 73 to 43. Um, they they're a team that's played. Been, got a lot of guys been playing together for a long time. Um, a lot of guys who are very good basketball players played at at least high school, college level. So I expect them to come out after a week one loss and kind of get back into the groove of things and beat up on a team that is playing their second game together. Um, yeah, everyone kind of contributed. Jahi, uh, Taji finished with 14 points. Uh, Zach Moran had a good game. Jair Pearson, uh, Bobby, they all kind of contributed in their own way. Um, I good overall, yeah, good. No, it was a good overall team win for them. Uh, they kind of took advantage of a team that didn't know how to play each other, guys. Uh, uh, it was just, I didn't like what I saw at Waiver Wire Warriors. weren't moving the ball well enough. Guys were jocking shots, um, just kind of trying to get theirs in a game that was kind of out of reach, kind of early. Felt like they could move the ball a little better, just get open shots. They have some good players on the team. Um, it just hasn't clicked for them through two weeks. They miss, they're missing some bunnies at the rim. Um, I hope that they continue to grow as a team, maybe start moving the ball a little more. But if they don't move the ball, it's going to get ugly for them most weeks. Were they, uh, was the Bobby Marquez's team, they were very athletic in this game. They were dunking shit? Yeah, they were dunking some shit at the end of the Who game. Who was dunking shit? Uh, Jahi had a dunk. The big man had a dunk, I'm pretty sure. Also, Jair Pearson. Um, and maybe someone else did. But yeah, they were banging shit at the end of the game. Um, they're going to be a good team. When they get when they when they figure it out and get everything together, but a big win in week two, get their first win of the season, um, get back on track, get back on track after a week one loss to DFA, who also is one of the main contenders for the championship. I expect Bobby Marquez's team to be around when the season is coming to an end. So um, watch out for them. Uh, stats: Mark Okota finished twelve points, five rebounds, three steals, six of sixteen from the field. Ralph finished with 11 points, 4 rebounds, 4 steals, 5 of 18. Uh, Big Rob finished 2 points, 5 rebounds, 2 blocks. Shalon finished with a steal and a block. Facundo had 2 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. Uh, Slim finished with 5 points, 4 rebounds. Jodell finished with 3 rebounds. And um, that is all. And for TCG... Bobby finished with 5.6 rebounds, 1 steal. Gerard finished with 7 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. Jared Pearson finished with 13 points, 8 rebounds. Zach Moran finished with 10 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, Fee finished 4 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists. Jahi, 17 points, 6 rebounds, 2 steals. Taji finished with 14 points, shot 4 of 4, went 6 of 7 from the line. Uh, 2 rebounds, 2 assists. And Bryce Ballou finished with 5 points, 8 rebounds. All right, next game. Let's go our game. Shooters versus UDH. Um, I'll start off. We got BJ. We saw BJ play. He made his debut in the league. Definitely looked good for our team. Um, Pat Reddington made his Bear Down basketball debut. Um, gets a player card in week in his first week there. Monster. Um, yeah, Pat was really good. If you saw Pat play football, you knew he was a good athlete. Translates very well to the basketball court. Um... I like the way our team plays. Like, we play really good defense. It was very tough on UDH. Like, they're 0-2, and 
Now, and I still think they're one of the better teams in the league. They and play I, two juggernaut teams. They play two really good teams to start the season. Um, they just really didn't get many looks in this game, if you if we're being honest. Like it was everything was contested. We're tough to score on at the rim. Um everyone comes in, plays good defense. Uh we rebound the ball well, we rebound the ball pretty well in this For game. For an undersized team, team we rebound the ball. Yeah, we well. rebound the ball well. Um they're also undersized. We put team. and you know, we put pressure like we put pressure on them the entire game. Like we were picking up, we were switching. Uh offensively, I don't think we played a great game offensively, but we're athletic Pat got hot late, and um, we still get easy ones. Like, Ricky shot a lot of mid-range shots in this game, but we still find ways. We run in transition because we get stops. Like, we get live ball turnovers. We get long rebounds because teams are shooting from deep on us. They're shooting long threes. We're getting long runouts. Um, we're scoring pretty pretty easy points. I don't think we've really worked yet in uh, the half-court set and had to get really tough buckets, which is going to be a big challenge for our team moving forward, in this, especially in this upcoming week against um, Deshaun's team. But as for UDH, um, like Kyle Paris on most nights is probably going to be one of the most athletic people on the court, if not the most athletic person on the court. And in this game, like you're throwing We're Abby, throwing you're throwing Ricky, you're throwing Emmerich. Like there's a, a lot of guys, a lot of, you know, oh, and shout out to Emmerich, made his debut, was a beast for us. And this game looked very good coming off an injury. Um, we, our team just, I love our team. Like That's all it is. I, <laughs> I love our team. I thought we were going to win the game. We came out, we won the game. Yeah, no, um, we played really well. Our defense is smothering. Where uh, we can, we, we have like seven like really good defenders. Um, and guys who also are just, also just as good on the offense side of the ball. Um, I think for us, it's just going to come down to how well can we gang rebound on defense against bigger teams, and how well can we operate in the in the half court because good teams aren't going to let us run out and transition the way that the first two teams that we've played have. Um, we haven't played a team with like a lot of size yet, yeah. So that also I think is just a concern for us. But we've played really well through two weeks. We scored ninety and seventy eight through two games. We're one of the high scoring teams in the league. Um, our team is very willing to pass the ball, move the ball. I'm very high about yes, that. Yeah, I, we, we one, had, one of my concerns about the team was that we had a lot of guys. That yeah, was. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, we everyone, yeah, we, everyone moves the ball. But but everyone has moved the ball way better than I expected. Um, we usually get pretty quality shots. I think we're very good at like, hey, guys, there's no shot clock. If you don't get a good look, just keep moving it. We move very well. Like I said, I just think we need to rebound a little bit better, and that we'll see how that happens this week against a bigger, more athletic team as well. Um, as for UDH, I just think that um, – the shots are eventually going to fall. You guys have a lot of good shooters, and like Michael Leva shot horribly through two weeks. Um, Dan hasn't really gotten it going. Will Oswald looks like he played for the first time in a while. Um, and Kyle Parrish probably won't be that off on most nights either. So I think they're going to be a team that's going to be hot and cold. Brendan Milling actually played a pretty, a pretty good game in this Brandon one. Brendan nice. Um, I think he had like 17 on 8 of 17 or something like that. So he had a really good game, I thought. Um, they got a lot of shooters. A lot of guys, they, they space the four. They play a five-out kind of set with Kyle as like their small ball five, I guess. Um, they're just another team that really has to hit the glass with all their guys and has to just really work on getting quality shots each time down the floor. Yeah, I mean, I love our team moving forward. They were This UDH team, after the game, was like, they're getting nervous about, oh, we're going to make the playoffs. We're 0-2. So, like, they're definitely locked in there. I think next week you're going to – or, excuse me, this upcoming week – you're going to see a big performance from them. They're going to be very locked in. But as for us, I think we're the best team in the league moving forward. 
That's uh, I do. Eh, no, we got we got a lot of good players, so I'm excited to see how far we can go. Um, Ricky finished with 16 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals, two blocks. TJ finished with six points, three rebounds, one assist, two steals on two of four shooting from three. Did I have two one. steals? Yeah, you did. It's weird, like when I'm doing the steals and like I try to figure out like who's who was responsible for the ball being like. Knocked uh, out. Knocked out, and yeah. Uh, Pat Reddington finished with 26 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks, a 9 of 14 shooting, 4 of 8 from 3. Nice, Pat. Abby, 3 points, 11 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blo- uh, two assists. He just, Abby's just so big for us. He's plays the small ball 5 almost every minute, and he dominates the glass for us. Uh, yeah, Abby's a beast for us. I finished with 3 points and a rebound, hit a 3. BJ finished with 19 points, 4 rebounds, 3 steals, 8 of 14 shooting, uh, Jay missed both shots he took and had a steal. Uh, Augie finished with two points and a rebound. And Emmerich finished with three points, eight rebounds, and five assists. Big game Beast. from Emmerich. Uh, he's just he's just a really good basketball player. Excited to play with him more. Uh, for UDH, Michael Leo finished with nine points and six rebounds. Shot three at 12 from three. Dan finished with three points, two rebounds, four assists on one of seven from three. Will finished three points, three rebounds on one of five. Kyle Parrish finished with 11 points, seven rebounds, four assists. Rocco finished with six points, eight rebounds. Um, Ryan Simmons finished with three points, two rebounds. Brandon Milling finished with 17 points, five rebounds, one assist on eight of 19 shooting. And that's all for them. All right, let's go to the Thursday night games. A banger, absolute banger. Uh, Showtime against the Bad Boys. Very good. Seventy-four game. to sixty-eight win for the Bad Boys. Bad Boys playing without. I would guess I would probably call him their best player, Christian Garcia. Yep. Um, was an MVP candidate last time we saw him play in the COVID shortened season. Um, but the Bad Boys, they play really good. They play really good basketball together, and they shoot the shit out of the ball. They get quality shots every time down the floor, and. Without Christian, they did a pretty good job not allowing Gorky and uh, George Boyd. I'm uh, sorry, George Boyd, uh, Tony Boyd, and uh, Abdul from dominating the glass like they're usually accustomed to. Um, I thought Andrew DeSegui had a phenomenal game in this one. Shot the ball very well. Was able to take some um, ball handling duties away from Brandon Stewart. When Andrew he was getting play. his. Yeah, he was getting his. He was handling the ball, pick and roll, in and outs. Finishing at the basket, mm-hmm. reverse layup, deep three. Andrew played really well. Yeah, nice floater in there, too. Uh, Andrew played a really good game. I was excited for him. Um, I thought Al played a really good game. Al Hit some was big shots. shots. Yeah, he had a couple big shots. Brandon Stewart, though, six, tough. 16 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. Like, triple-double watch? Get, yeah, triple-double watch. He's just getting busy. This is the second week in a row that he's on that triple-double watch. Um he is their engine. He kind of gets them going. He had a lot. He he did a lot early for them to kind of get the offense going early in the game. Got out in transition, made a lot of good passes, hit a few threes. Um, I love the Bad Boys team. When Christian comes back, they're going to be. They didn't have Christian or Aiden, so they're playing without two yeah. of their bigs um, against a team where they probably really needed their bigs. Um, it was a great game from them all around. We're still waiting for Thomas Segley to get it going. Um, I think that this is another really good team in the league. They played really well. Uh, they had a lot of big shots when they needed them and got big stops when they needed them. I liked Showtime, how they played without Taz. Taz, someone who handles the ball for them a lot. I think they were really missing him because um, we saw like Point Gorky in this game. Yeah. We saw a lot of Point Gorky, which um, no disrespect to Gorky, but I'd rather have Gorky setting screens and rolling to the basket, cleaning up offensive boards, than him hanging out on the perimeter. I thought Pop City got going late in this game, kept him in it. Um, they went to Tony early a lot, mid-range, but 
late in the game, I feel like he didn't take as many shots, and I, I feel like they need to go to that definitely thought, a little bit more. I thought Tony was very quiet in this game. I feel like he didn't get the the opportunities or kind of the looks that he was looking at. He had a, a, bit, a, a tougher matchup this week. Uh, Kyle Pearson. Inst- Kyle Pearson instead of Dom. Just no offense to Dom. Kyle KP Pearson is, is a yeah, beast. KP is a beast. KP had a blow by dunk KP, in this yeah, game. KP had 23 in this game. Um, he was a monster. Sorry about that. Um, I just thought that this game was going to come down to really like who was making shots late in the game. Pop City was an absolute animal for Showtime. Finished with 28 points on 11 of 21. Um, he was great for them, but I feel like no one else kind of was able to get that secondary scoring going for them. So it was kind of a, a joint effort to get the the rest of the points. I thought Billy took took advantage of some mismatches when Thomas Edley had him in the post. Um, I just think that... Uh, I don't know if Taz would have made the ultimate difference in this game. Just would have given them another ball handler. Pop City had to do a lot of extra ball handling in this game. Um, I don't know. Overall, really, really good game. If you, stuck, really, around, really good if you stuck around to see it, it was a, the last game of the third. It was the last game of the third. What was this? Was it, were they up 17 in this game? What were they yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. They were up like 15, 16 points in Yeah, this they game, were up so. big, and then they came right yeah. back, tied it with what? It was like six, six, sixty-six. With maybe like four-ish to play. Yeah, it was good. Very, yeah. very good game. Very, yeah. very competitive. Uh, Those are the games we like to see. Yeah, and tough buckets at the end. I was just, I walked away from this one being extremely impressed with Brandon. Yeah. Extremely impressed. Very he's calm. Very. Uh, listen, if he's got a guy, he's faster than. He's gonna go at you and he's gonna score. He finishes at the basket. Mm-hmm. Lala is pretty good defender and he went at Lala like three times in a row. Lala came off the court was like, damn, he really just went at me three times in a row. <laughs> Uh, he's he's good, that dude. Yeah, he's nah, tough. He's yeah. very tough. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say about Showtime is they do a phenomenal job rebounding. If you look at this sheet, this is the rebounding column. There's a lot of rebounds yeah. for Well, Popple gets up. Yeah. Gorky, yeah. we know what he does. Gorky, Lolly, Prince, yeah. Trap. Like, they got guys that were just getting getting busy on the glass, and that's just a big thing for a team like that. Um, guys know their roles. Get on the glass. This is your role in the team. Stop defensive possessions from uh, continuing. Um, I, I love like both these. Te- I love I like both these teams, teams. Um, and I think that if this game is played uh, ten times, you could five, see five. a winner five, six times, five, six, five, five, six, four type thing. So these are two cha- more, definitely championship contenders. Hope I see this matchup again. I think this would be a good one. Uh, both teams at full strength as well. Um, stats: Pop City finished with twenty-eight points, five rebounds, three assists on four of nine from three, eleven to twenty-one from the field. Uh, Tony finished with six points, two rebounds on three of seven. Feel like he needs to get back to getting his like ten to twelve shots a game. Uh, Gorky finished with six points, fifteen rebounds, five assists. Saw a little point in Gorky, as you said. Uh, Lolly finished with two point seven rebounds. Prince finished with two point six rebounds. Trap finished with five point uh, fourteen points, eight rebounds. And Billy finished with ten points, three rebounds, one steal on three of ten from the field. As for the bad boys, sorry. Um, Andrew finished with 17 points, 5 rebounds Shot 5 of 12 and 3 of 9 from 3 KP finished 23 points 3 rebounds, 1 assist Finished 9 of 16 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3 Sean finished with 5 rebounds, 3 assists uh, 3, three rebounds, 2 assists I mean Al finished with 14 points, 8 rebounds on 5 of 11 uh, Made 2 of 2 from 3 And Brandon Stewart Finished with 16 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists 3 steals on 6 of 10 from the field all right. Last, Last game. game of the Last game of the week. Blue Steel against the Pan. <sighs> a lot to say about this one. Last time we were on this podcast, mm-hmm. I told Majid he should not come down from New York City if he's only going to take <laughs> six shots a game. Um, he proceeded to take, I guess, with foul, with foul shots included. Probably took like 26, 27 shots from the field. 
scored 36 points, went stupid, shot 13 of 22, uh, was an absolute monster. And that's the Majid that needs to come every week because I honestly believe Majid is the go-to scorer on this team for Blue Steel. I think on any given day, Ryan or George or Dennis could be the guy who's going to. But I think each game, they should almost be like, all right, does Maja have it going early? The other guys are going to be super aggressive regardless. You got to get Maja going early. They got Maja going early. He got a few layups, saw him go in, got fouled from three, saw free throws go in. That opens. Yeah, I, I tell Maja to shoot the ball in the corner, shoots, it gets fouled. There's there's a lot of, uh, we were hyping up before the game. Like, yo, shoot the ball, dude. Like, get out there and, and do your thing. And goes out there and scores 36. Ryan wakes up into 16 points. Like, he's going to get his 16 to 20 regardless. Ryan like, had the quietest 21 and 6 on 10 of 16 like I've ever. Yeah, it's, like, it's, he just did it such in the flow of the game. Yes, Ryan's going to get leak out layups. He's going to score offensive yeah. rebound put back. Like, he just, Ryan's going to score. You know you're going to get his points. The other two guys, Dennis and George, they're athletic. They move the ball, too. Yes. They're not ball stoppers. They move the ball. They finish around the rim, too. That's a good, that's a sneaky good transition team. Um, I like the way they played a lot. As for the pan, um, who's the lefty? I forgot his name. Peter Nesty. Ne- get Nesty the rock. Get Nesty the rock. He was cooking up. He was Big cooking. man. Yeah. Big man was Sal was cooking. Sal up. cooking. They I had like, some, uh, you know, they had some guys CD. who were playing. They yeah. had some guys who were playing well early in the game. Yeah, they just kind of fell off. Majin kind of Majin and Ryan were kind of able to take over. Like it's kind of tough to beat a Majin and Ryan team when they shoot a combined twenty three of thirty eight. Yeah. Um, it's just tough. I think that they took a lot of open shots, and I feel like the fact that the pan didn't have any big man in underneath to kind of just kind of make the layups that Maji and Dubs were taking more contested or highly contested shots kind of gave Dubs and Maji the ability to know they had the entire floor to use to their repertoire. Um, like I said, Ryan just played so within the game within himself. I thought George and Dennis did a really good job kind of just getting buckets when um, needed, letting Maji and Ryan kind of take the lead in this game. Uh, Blue Steel wins 84-64. They showed that week one, that was a fluke, but they're better than what what they did in week one. Um, I thought it was big for them. Not big for them, but we saw a different Blue Steel team because Josh and Dom, they're two big men, both didn't show up in this game. So they played with six, played kind of like a five out with Ryan playing most of the big man minutes. Um, And he didn't disappoint. He had 10 rebounds, finished with six six points. I love Ryan. So I thought Ryan did a good job for them in this game, in a game where he was probably, I think he was the tallest guy on the floor. So good to see that from Blue Steel. Pick up a win that they they know they needed to get. Um, They get back to one-on-one in the season, and they get Maja going. So I think that was good for them. As for the pan, um, I think just kind of need to make sure, need to get, they, they're not a team that has one guy that could really get it going and could carry them. They need probably two or three guys on most nights to not have it going, but be knocking down shots someone consistently. I think Sal Polaris is going to be one of those guys every week just because he's very active on the glass, big second-chance points kind of guy. So I think he's one guy that's always going to be on the, the the double-double watch. Had another one. This one had 13-10. and 10. Um, And then I guess they kind of try to figure out, get their full team there. They haven't had a full nine there this far. They said their best player, uh, Conforth, wasn't at this game. So I'm not saying that would have been the uh, end-all, end-all difference. But um, I'm not worried about them. They're going to pick up some wins in this league. They're going to be a competitive team. Um, They have a tough matchup this week. Mm. But... um, I, I'm not worried about them. They have good athletes, guys. Who know I also the like them better because they lost on the last possession to Jarok's team, and I like Jarok's team a lot more now than I did after week one. Yeah, so um, 
We're both still not worried about the pen yet. Uh, as for Blue Steel, Ma- we like to see what Maja getting on track. Yeah, I do like to see that. Um, I also just want to see if they can sustain it for two weeks in a row. They play against Hard Over Height this week, so that's going to be a really interesting matchup. Um, all right, stats for this one. Sir Offish, four points, three rebounds. Mike Venezia finished with nine points on 3-11 from three. Kevin Walsh finished with 13 points. Two rebounds, one assist, one steal, and five attempt from the field. Uh, Anthony finished with six points, five rebounds, um, two of three from the field. Sal Polara finished with 13 points, 10 rebounds on six of 14. Pierre Nesty finished with 10 points, two rebounds on four of 12. And Pete Mancini finished with nine points, two rebounds on four of eight. Um, as for Blue Steel, Maja finished with 36 points, nine rebounds, four assists on 13 of 22. Four of nine from three, six of seven from the free throw line. Dubs finished with 21 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists on 10 of 16. Dennis finished with 15 and 5 on 6 of 13. Tom Garvey finished uh, 2 points, 1 rebound, 2 assists, 1 steal. Ronit finished with 6 points and 10 rebounds. And George finished with 4 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists on 2 of 5. Nice. All right, that's it for the recap. Here we go. Week 3 preview. Let's start with the first game on Tuesday. 9 o'clock. The pen against bad boys. Do we know rosters? Like who's gonna be there? I we don't know. No, I'll start um, with my pick. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna take the bad boys. This is a very tough matchup for the pen. We talked about not having a dominant scorer on their team. The bad boys have a lot of dominant scorers on their team. This is a game where you're bringing uh, you're bringing a, a knife to a gunfight right now. You gotta get your if you have to get your scoring down, the team to play is not the bad boys because they can light it up. And so. can play amazing team defense. Yeah, yeah, they can lock in on def- defense anytime they want, but they also have a lot of mismatches offensively. A lot yeah. of guys who are mismatches for anyone in the league. I think if you're the pen and you're gonna stay in this game, bad boys are gonna be have to have an off night shooting. You have to slow the game down, get really good offensive possessions. Don't allow them to get into transition and turn you over a lot because if they can, they can kind of get out and run quickly, hit a lot of big shots. This could be a uh, uh, last time we said it could be a slaughter for a team. Uh, the local showed us that's not the case, so um, we'll see. I'm taking the bad boys. I'm rolling with the bad boys in this game. I hope that the pan has a full team show up so we can see what they're truly made of. Um, but these guys are gonna fight. They're not. They're not guys that are just gonna quit. And they got. They got some guys that can definitely uh, match up, maybe athletically. But it's gonna be an uphill battle for them. Yeah, we're both on the bad boys here. Yeah, no, I just I, I love how they move the ball. They play team defense, team team basketball, and uh, that'll probably thrive in this one against an undersized team in the pen. Nine thirty game, the second game of the day on Tuesday tomorrow today. TTG Blue Devils against Black Air Forces. I like this game. Bobby's team against Jirok's team. Scrappy um, game. Going to be a scrappy game. Going to be, um, I'm not sure if we're going to get a low-scoring game or a high-scoring game because Jirok's team has played two low-scoring games, defensive battles, while uh, Bobby's team has been uh, two games where they've kind of gotten into the game into the 70s and the 80s. In this game, I'm looking to see if Jirok, which which is for real, is Jirok's defense for real, or did they just play two opponents that weren't really able to get the scoring going? That's gonna be the that, that's the the X factor of the game. Yeah, no, it's just it can Black Air Forces um, force force TTG into a lot of tough shots. Don't let Bobby get go- can't let Bobby get going. Can't let Jahi get going. And they just have to do a good job getting rebounding because if they don't, uh, Jared Pearson's had two double digit rebounding games in this uh, this season so far. I expect him to be on the glass and dominating the glass as well. 
Um, it's going to be a good game. Uh, you know the Jirak Led Squad is definitely going to uh, bring the energy, bring the noise, bring the crowd. 9.30 start. Jim could be a little... Jim could be getting rattled around that time. I'm going to roll with Black Air Forces. Yeah, I'm going to take TTG. I'm looking for a big game from Zach Moran. I'm going to call Zach out. I know okay. Zach listens to the podcast. This is going to be a game they're going to be trying to put a lot of ball pressure, which means that if your ball handler, Bobby, is going to be able to go by people, there's going to be a lot of deep collapsing and defense open shot opportunities. Zach hasn't had a game yet where he's exploded for like a 30 ball, so I got Zach Moran over. Big game from Zach. Okay, well, Zach Moran scored, I think, 13 and 10 the yeah. first two yeah. games. So the over-under will set it at 12 and a half. Uh, okay. Are you, are you taking the I'll over? take I'll take Zach's over. I'll take, take Zach's, Zach's over. over. Okay. Um, now I like Black Air Force. I think they play really good team defense, and I think they rebound the ball very well. And I think that's two things you need to do to stop a team that is can get up in the offensive firepower and kind of just get this game being a track meet. I do think that if um, it gets higher scoring, I would favor the TTG Blue Devils in that game. Um, hoping to see a big game out of Kyle Bradshaw again. Stash man. Um, Next game of the day, 10 o'clock slate, us, the Shooters, against DFA. Probably the game of the week. Um, I would definitely... I, I, I game of the week. It's the game of the week. America's um, I would love to play 40 minutes in this one, but I know that is not my role on the team. I'll be playing a probably crisp 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> get my two spurts and call it a day. Let the guys that uh, should be determining the outcome of this game determine the outcome. You just have a lot of really good matchups for them. You had a death five for them of Deshaun, Jaleel, Buddy, um, Mike Davidson, and maybe Harry or Lee. And then for us, you got a five of Pat, BJ, Cam, Abby, Ricky. Like that five is just, it's just, it, it, it's, it's suffocating on both ends. I think that this is going to be a very high-scoring game. I think buckets are going to be being given out everywhere. Um, both teams are capable of playing good defense, but I think, like we always say, good offense beats good defense. Um, and we have a lot of really good shot creators, shot makers, so I could see, uh, at least early on, I could see the game high-scoring early. Maybe it, it, it clamps down as the game gets tighter and closer to the end. I hope there's a lot of people watching this game. Yeah, I hope everyone from the 9 o'clock game stays, stays watch uh, this game. early 10.30, I hope guys. the atmosphere is lit. I hope um, the... I hope the shit's I hope everything is... I hope it's a good game. One way or the other. Yeah, I hope, I hope one team doesn't come out like super yeah, flat. Super hot, and, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. I hope both teams come out super hot. No, I'm saying I hope. I hope there's not a runoff in either way. Yeah. I just hope it. I hope it's a good game. I want to see both of these teams, our team and Deshaun's team. I want to see both these teams have to execute late in the game. Even though we just saw Deshaun's six team. minutes left. Yeah, I want to see. Did. They yeah, no, they did. did. They did. I want to see. Uh, I especially want to see what we look like. Three minutes left in the game, tie game. Let's do it. Um. What I will say is Deshaun has not been as aggressive this season as he was in the last season. Uh, they got a lot of good ballers on that team, so I don't know if he feels the same pressure to score as much. But I feel like in this game, Deshaun, you know, and listen, you, what, I mean, like, I don't know what it's like to be that level of a baller, but I imagine when you see other guys that are at your level on the other side of the court, you rise to the you competition. Make, yeah, you want to make sure you're getting yours and you're keeping your team in it when you need to. So I do expect Deshaun to take more shots than he has in both of the first two games of the season. Um,. I expect Buddy to be super active on the glass, and I think we're going to have to, like I said, be very active on the glass to win this game. Obviously, I know we're both going to be taking our team, but, I mean, if you want to call it a pick em or a couple-point spread here or there, that's basically what it is for this game. So I'm looking forward to a really good game, very high spirit, but uh, I won't be taking much part of it. <laughs> Sadly. You hear, my, you hear the sadness in my voice. 
It'll be uh, a fun one. It'll be a fun one. Let's go to the next uh, one. <laughs> last game of the Tuesday slate, 10-30. The Locals against the Waiver Wire Warriors. Um, two teams, 0-2, looking for their first dub. Is Jamal Anderson playing? I believe I believe so. Waiver um, Wire Warriors picked up a beast. Jamal Anderson, all-time leading scorer at Heightstown. He's a dog. Played at Brookdale. He's a dog. Yeah. Um, they asked if they could grab another guy. I told him I had a guy for them. Um... Should be an entertaining game. Two teams looking for their first win. Two teams looking to get on track and play, just kind of continue to play better ball. The locals played really well last time out against DFA. Um, I expect them to continue the hot shooting and to continue the hot um, streak that they left that game on. Um, just need to execute the last five minutes of the game. Don't burn out. Uh, just keep remember to keep subbing, rotating guys in and out, keep everyone fresh. It's a long game. It's a 44-minute game, so you want to make sure that... Uh, you're fresh for those last six minutes. Make sure you got the lineups right. But I do like this locals team. I do like um, the way they played last week. Um, waiver wire warriors. I know they get Jamal, but still need to need to figure it out. Need, need to figure it out. Need more guys to buy into certain roles on the team. Need guys to uh, move the ball a little better. But I think that they are going to be a lot more competitive with Jamal. Um, I'm going to take the locals. Yeah. I think they're a better team. I think they play together better. And with even though adding this uh, Jamal, great player, I imagine, um, it's going to be tough first game playing with new guys. This is only their third game together while the locals have been playing together, the seven of them, for a while. Uh-huh. So I'm going to roll with the locals. I think they're going to get their first win. They shoot the ball well. And they're probably going to take advantage of defensive lapses on the on the side of waiver wire warriors. Um, yeah, I think it, it's a chemistry thing. And it's kind of like the football league. I never pick a team that's like winless until they win. Yeah, it's like not, I, I, I need well, to see. Both, yeah, both like teams are winless, but I I need to see the waiver wire war. There's a team I've never seen play together. Like we, we need, need to, to see them, them win a well game together. Yeah, we well need to see together. them win a game before you I know, need to see we strides too. Yeah, give me the uh, give me the locals in this one as well. Yeah, I think the locals are um, are looking at this one thing and they definitely need to win. They definitely need to. This is a must win. I think a must win for both teams. Honestly, I know it's early in the season, but got to pick up wins when you can. These are two teams that uh, um, definitely need this one. Thursday slate. Yep. Showtime versus your dad's hot. Oh, boy. Um, Showtime coming off a tough loss. Tough scheduling for UDA. Yeah, Jesus I mean, Christ. Listen, there's a lot, of t- a lot of tough teams in the league. So, yeah, tough listen, you'll, you'll, fin- you'll, get, you'll get your fair share of teams that you think you can be in, teams that you might be a little overmatched against. But um, in this game, I'm looking to just see if UDH can just um, put the ball in the basket a little bit better. They scored... Uh, They've scored like fifty, like fifty-seven and fifty, fifty against us the last two weeks. I want to see them get the get. They're so capable of hitting a lot of threes, getting to the games to the high sixties, low seventies, mid seventies, whatever. Um, they need to hit shots. Honestly, they they play pretty good defense, and they I think they rebound well for the size of their team. Want well, to see ball, more more ball movement on their part as well. I think they're a team that kind of likes to take the first really open look they get. I think if they keep moving the ball, they can just kind of get better looks. As for Showtime, I'm not sure if they get Taz back this week, but regardless, they have a size mismatch in this one with Gorky and uh, and Tony. Uh, Pop City is super unguardable. If he's hitting shots, it's tough for anyone to really stay in front of him or kind of just the contests don't matter to his jump shots. Uh, I'm gonna take Showtime in this game. I think they just. I think the size differential is gonna be a little too much for uh, UDH to handle. Gorky's gonna feast. Yeah, but you know what? If Kyle Parrish can keep Gorky out of the paint on the offensive side of the ball and kind of allow for other guys to get inside and kind of make plays, 
Um, I see UDH keeping this game close, but they definitely need to do a good job of keeping it close early on. You don't want to see Showtime kind of go up 20 early in this game and you're fighting back against them because if you if you can't dominate the glass and you have to fight back, it's not easy to come back. Yeah, That's just in basketball um, in general. I, I think the, the tough matchup for, for UDH, this is Tony, Gorky, Popple, like they, they're a tough Taz, like they're a tough match. They're a they're team a soft, match soft. Hudson says he's he's active this Huston's week. Hudson's fighting this Huston week. Is active this is gonna week. be. Uh, I'm taking Showtime as well. Tough. I still like this UDH team, but tough, I'm tough start. I'm taking Hudson alternates alternate line, line over six and, and a half points. points. <laughs> like, over under for him is actually dude. four. I like the. Uh, I like Showtime in this game. I like their team a lot. Coming off a loss. Yeah, coming off a loss. They're, they're looking for a big win here. Um, need to get back on track. Also, game of the week potential. Blue Steel against Hardover Height. Um, to my knowledge, both rosters will be there in full. Wow. Jason Gomes returns. Dom Gutowski returns wow. for both these squads. Um, these are guys that have been playing against each other for a while. Yeah. They know each other. They know each other's games. Um, Majid and Gomes both call each other their other person's favorite player. Uh, like Their other person's favorite player. Um this is going to be a very spirited matchup. I expect Tom Garvey to get a lot of uh, defensive assignment on Jason Gomes. Um, <laughs> Jason Gomes is probably Jason Gomes feels like he could probably eat that up. But I think Tom Garvey is going to have a lot to say about that. Um, Gomes is the engine that makes hard over height go. We talked about it in the recap. They didn't have him last week, and it led to their downfall. The offense was a little less stagnant, a little less not able to get as easy buckets as Jason usually provides for them. Um, and on the other side of the ball, Blue Steel got Maji going. Dubs is a monster. What time is this game? This game is at 9.30. This is a Thursday, 9.30? Thursday, 9.30. Basically, by itself Prime for the second time. half. I like that. I buy itself for the second half, so it could be a really good end, yeah. of, the, end of the week three slate. Um, this is a crazy game. I'm trying. To th- I'm thinking of the matchups right now. Yeah, the matchups are Who's crazy. guarding Nico? Who's guarding Dubs? Dom or Josh probably going to have to guard Nico. Nico. Um, Garvey's probably going to guard Gomes. Gomes probably going to have to guard one of the better players, uh, either whether it be Majin. Who do you think has the athleticism advantage? Blue Steel? Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're probably a little bit more probably athletic, more right? Athletic. I think Nico is the best athlete on the court. Um, are, we, are we ready to throw out the chemistry? Concerns about Blue Steel after one good performance. No, or I, is this or is this a game where? Who's your pick? Oh my God, who's, who's your pick? pick? Because then if you take think, if you take Harder over no, right, you're gonna I, say it because of chemistry. No, well if I, if I took Harder over yeah. right, no, I'm not. I'm taking Blue Steel. I think they have a little bit more of a talented roster. Um, I pick. think they just have more guys that are able to get buckets in this game. Might be a little bit more of a get a bucket game. But I, it's so hard to cut Jason Gomes Tough. out of a team. Tough game. game. I think Nico gets his twenty and ten. I think Gomes gets his twenty three six and six is what he usually does. Shafiq yeah. is he hitting shots? Um, yeah. Khalid is he hitting shots? Is he grabbing boards? Is Hardover Height able to not get out rebounded? Um, I think Dom needs to have a better rebounding game, and I think Blue Steel needs to just do a better job getting on the glass and making sure everyone is uh, getting on the glass. Maji did a good job that last week, so did Dubs. I'm taking Blue Steel. I'm, I don't love the pick. I don't love the pick. I think they are a team that Gomes' team could get up to an early lead, and then Maji's team could just be fighting back the entire game. But um, I'm going to hope that they don't, that doesn't happen for the sake of my pick. But uh, I would not be surprised if Jason Gomes' team was able to come out with a, a, a nice dub. The last time these two teams played was week one of last basketball season. Came Jason Gomes' team hit a game winner. Yeah. It was Dylan quickly, quickly hit a game winner. So uh, this is going to be a close game. I'm excited that it's at 930 in primetime Thursday night. 
and uh, I'm expecting a really good one. Who's your pick? I'm taking Bustio as well. Mm-hmm. If I took hard over height, it would be just to go against you because okay. I think it's going to be a very good game, but I think Blue Steel late in the game, I like I like some of their scores. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is the week three week three slate. A lot of good games. Um, Stats-wise, I have everything like updated through week two. Um, Jason Gomes is helping me kind of get it onto a we- the website so that you guys can view it at all times. Um, hopefully up in a week or two, but I have everything updated through week two. And just so you know, the stats are probably very accurate because I literally go back and I watch the game and I mark it down as I'm watching. So you might be off by maybe a rebound by accident (laughs) that I just happened to miss by accident, but more than likely your stats are 97%, 98% correct. Um, if you, if you DM the page saying you think your stats are different, you're going to have to prove it to me because I'm not <laughs> going to go back and re-watch the game to see the stats. That's funny. Um, overall, though, two good weeks of ball. Seven good weeks left. Let's plus keep it playoffs. going. Let's keep it going. Let's remember to respect the referees. They're not going to see every single call. You may not. You may get hacked and you may not get a call. You may not hack someone and they might get one. Just keep playing the game. Don't yell at the refs. TJ works at this place, and he wants to get a call for his fourth graders. So let's please, 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 please respect the referees. Um, Everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. Hey, subscribe to the fucking YouTube. There should be at least 300 subscribers by now because there's at least 100 new players in this this basketball league. So um, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. I want to see those subscribers go up. It goes up by like a few each week. I need to see it by tens and We need a big jump. I need a big jump this week. So... Captains, do me a favor. Subscribe so, to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to whatever podcast platform. Follow, you to follow Twitter. Follow Instagram. That's where all information is posted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, another great week. Another great week ready to be had. All right, everyone. We'll catch you guys on the courts. Peace. Peace.